Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit. A game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention? There are no fees. Period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Today's a special episode because there is so many Bachelor headlines going on that we wanted to dedicate a whole podcast to it. Ben's here. And Ben, one of the headlines is kind of about you. Goodness gracious. Yeah. We really wanted to jump on and talk about all this stuff. Should we start with that one? Nah, let's start with this one. Claire Crawley has a gender reveal, and it's a girl. Why is it that like I didn't even think that there was a possibility of Claire having a boy? Like in my (laughs) head, she announced that they were having a baby, and it was a girl. Like there was, there was just, there's no way that Claire Crawley is having a boy. (laughs) It is a girl. She has revealed it. Um, Her and her husband are very excited. This is just crazy to me. It really is crazy to me, Ashley, that now we sit here. And we talk about Claire Crawley being a mother. Like, it feels like we were just talking about her having a breakup. And then we talked about her having a wedding. We're like, finally, it happened. And now we're, now she's a mom. It's like Claire has grown up in front of our eyes in the last 18 months. And it's such a cool thing to see. It's really nice. It's when, when something starts rolling for people, it really yeah. starts to roll. Do you know what I mean? And I love it for her. 
she has such feminine energy. She's so maternal. I can only imagine how well she'll raise a little woman. No, oh, it's going to be great. Should we say how we did it? Sure, how she did not? it? Okay, so it's really cool. I guess like a lot of people do the whole pink cake or blue cake on the inside. But she did it in like such a cool way. You have to see her Instagram. She did it so slowly and it's so artistically the cut of this cake. But she says she knew 100% in her soul that it was going to be a girl. How does mo- how do moms know this, Ashley? I don't know. I definitely knew I was going to have a boy. And in my head, I just know the next one's going to be a boy, too. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. I even refer to him as him. Wild. I mean, I might be wrong. <laughs> I might be wrong, but we'll see. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it, that is just like really crazy because I feel like I hear this all the time where somebody's like, I the mom always says, like, I know it's a boy. And then uh, usually always is. I don't have many gender reveal examples to pull back in my life on, but I do have a few. Uh, and it feels like the mom always knows. Hmm. And the dad has no clue. Yeah. He's just guessing. <laughs> um, we have some breakup rumors to get to today. We also have an interview with Lauren Lane, formerly Lauren Bushnell. She came on Sean's podcast, and and Sean did bring that up to us when he came on our podcast, mm-hmm. talking about his uh, recent developments in life. Let's start with this breakup rumor, though. Greg okay. and Victoria. This is a couple uh, that obviously came off of Paradise. Um, Bachelor Nation had, um, let's just say, a dramatic response to their relationship because obviously Victoria was in a relationship going into the final episode. Then uh, rumors started to fly that her and Greg were together. Then it got posted on social media that they were hanging out. And then publicly they came on the show and showed that they had matching tattoos and they were in love. And their relationship blossomed from there. But Bachelor Nation fans now are thinking they're broken up. Well, not anymore. Okay, so it had been circulating for quite some time because Victoria went seven weeks without posting Greg, which, to be honest, is a really long time when you're in a relationship where you're both from Bachelor Nation, right? And you're known for just relationships. So it was on his birthday about seven weeks ago that she said, happy birthday, I love you. And then there was very few of the two of them present together on social media. Greg was doing a lot of his like broy posts with his guys from his season, and fans were commenting stuff like "Did you break up?" Um, single Greg is back, but just this week, Victoria posted a whole little slideshow on her Instagram feed that that they're together now she first posted a couple stories to your instagram which seemed like they could have been throwbacks and then people were like oh they're just trying to give it more time before they announce Mm. but then she posted something that seemed very in the moment to her feed so do you think ashley knowing this world knowing the couples that exist within this world knowing how the couples try to operate do you think there was a rough patch? Do you just think they were traveling separately and doing their own things for a bit, which is totally healthy for couples to do? Um, or do you just think they weren't posting? Uh, if I were to assume, I would assume that they probably went through a rough patch. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the Bachelor Nation couples have gone through rough patches. In fact, JoJo and Jordan came on this podcast and mentioned how they were kind of at a a breaking point where they said, we're either going to end this thing or we're going to stay together and make it work. 
But I think every relationship, like it, it, it isn't shocking, nor is it a headline. If a couple goes through a tough patch in life and they make it through, usually you're stronger for it. It's true. That is so true. Well, this next headline is... So speaking of... Yeah. So Caitlin and Jason is another couple that Bachelor Nation has increasingly uh, been talking about here over the last few weeks, leading up to the last two days, where it feels like these rumors are getting um, hotter and hotter, and it feels like the public is starting to tap into something they believe now is true, and it's not just a rumor. But Caitlin and Jason are rumored to be broken up. Now, uh, I don't know if we call this a rough patch because right now we don't have any examples of the two of them together publicly in quite some time. But Ashley, break down where these rumors started and kind of what we know today. Well, I think there's probably been rumors speculating. Since they started. It feels like there there's yeah. always rumors about breakups. I think there's probably been a lot this year because they've been like pretty vocal about not being keen on wedding planning because at mm-hmm. first they were pretty gun ho about wedding planning, you know, yeah. and then they kind of stopped and it seemed like they backtracked when they stopped. It wasn't like, oh, we're just going to do something small. We'll figure it out on our time. It was almost like they were saying that they weren't like excited about wedding planning and yeah. like whenever they'd sit down the two of them they just would decide not to do it when that was the initial intention and then they were just like you know she's always been open about what's going on on her podcast they did podcasts together and there was always there was there was some tension in some of them do they does she talk about this on her podcast uh, i don't know when she's last talked about her relationship okay. with jason but you know she's honest about like little tips that they'd have so i think that w- the f- the fandom right now is like, okay, you guys have been more so than ever not posting about each other, mm-hmm. especially over the past two months. The last time I think they were photographed together was um, in June, like mid-June at like a music festival, and it was an event. And this week, the two of them were on separate vacations, and Caitlin has posted multiple things on Instagram that have led us to think that she's having quite the emotional week. Uh, she posted one thing about her crying, like Instagram versus reality moment, and um, a couple other things about um, just like uh, her mental space. You know, she posted the the lyrics of her song that came out. I think it was three or four years ago. Yeah. So uh, I I'm oblivious to the reality or the truth to the situation, but I, you know, it was intriguing back in the day when we kind of came out with a headline that. She was on a wellness retreat. Now, I am at the time you see somebody go on a wellness retreat, you're like, good for you, especially somebody like Caitlin, who's very busy and mm-hmm. gets pulled in a thousand directions. Uh, it's nice to step away. Now, I don't know if maybe that was just a, hey, I need to get away. I need to do my thing. We're not doing well here. Like, I need to go get some support. You need to go get some support. Let's come back together and see if we can make it work. Who knows the reasoning for that, but she did go on a wellness retreat. And my point to this is in their relationship, it was not shocking to me that they didn't post with each other because they have spent a lot of time separated from each other in their relationship, right? I mean, Caitlin went on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, she then went on tour. Jason was back in Nashville for that period of time. Then he does his own thing and he starts traveling around. And it felt like uh, even from 
you know, uh, a friend yet fans perspective, they were kind of crossing paths, you know, never really being in one place together. But it never made me think that anything was wrong when they stopped posting on social media because I was kind of used to them doing their own thing and still making it Mm -hmm. work back at home. The only time, Ashley, that I've started to, I guess, go in the camp of, hey, something's going on here. Like, I don't know what it is. It's not up to me to to define and say, hey, yeah, they're definitely separated. They're not together anymore, et cetera. Was, uh, I think, last evening, two days ago, maybe, it was, when she posted on her social media. And she posted this. She posted, um, I cannot believe the audacity of people to expect things from me when I haven't even been able to process things for myself. Have a effing heart. You're scaring me with your comments and demands. I'm almost worried about you. She posted this and then took it down. But even if she just said, hey, people stop bothering me, I'd be like, cool. I don't know what's going on in their life. But the comment this, this is the line that stood out to me. I cannot believe the audacity of people to expect things from me when I haven't even been able to process things for myself. So she's processing something that she's not ready to come out publicly with. We're not here to force her. She's not coming on the pod. We're not like, hey, and here's Caitlin to talk about the relationship. But something's going on. We can say that. Well, I feel bad. Of course, obviously, like this is like why fandom, why guys, do you, why are you demanding that she lets you know this? It's not up to you. First off, it's it's yeah, kind of like- similar to when couples go into a relationship for the first time, right? And you have your first couple dates. And because you're part of Bachelor Nation and because you're known for your dating now, people are like, you need to tell everybody about it. Like, yeah, why? Exactly. It's like, well, one, I'm not ready. Two, that puts a whole new level of pressure on me. Three, think about this. When Caitlin and Jason say the situation is not good, let's just say that. We don't know, but let's say something's going on there. And they publicly say, hey, either we're taking a break or, hey, yes, we went through a rough patch or, hey, we're really doing good. Whatever it may be, then every interview that Jason or Caitlin does for the next six months is going to be about something that either way is very difficult for them to speak about. They probably aren't ready to answer those questions. Mm -hmm. If you are one of those people who are DMing (laughs) Caitlin, just tell us, just I need confirmation. Think and reflect upon your, your message here. Why does it matter to you whether you know for certain if they are broken up or not? And I can guarantee you, your message to Caitlin is not going to be the thing that convinces her to tell anybody. She's going to do it when she wants, just knowing Caitlin. However, there is a sense, Ashley, where when fans do message about certain things, there is a sense of caring and intrigue and interest, which is something that um, Caitlin has right and she should she is proud of that is how her podcast has became so popular is because people are very invested into her life and as a result very invested into jason's life very invested in her happiness and health and jason's happiness and health and so it doesn't shock me you know i i I think there's a part here with caitlin was sitting in front of me i'd say yeah you knew it was going to be this way has it ever not been this way when you don't share anything People are going to start to assume and they're going to start to question. So don't be mad at them for that. That's just the thing that happens. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I I totally somewhere in between. She definitely has to just appreciate. And I think she does her audience who really feel like they know her so well and care about her a lot. 
I just hope that these messages are with Love. kindness and not just like, why are you telling us? You're terrible. You yeah. don't want to be like, no, I, 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 those are not helpful. They're not good. I'm sure yeah. they exist. I hope people are coming from a place of, Hey, Caitlin, we're thinking about you. Yeah. We care about you. Like we're here for you. If you need us a hundred percent, I hope so myself. Um, but we don't know anything outside of that. We do know that that post was put up on her social media. We do know that the rumors are swirling. We do know that people are getting more and more intrigued. Um, something is happening there. We just don't know what. And we'll say, hey, we can't confirm or deny these rumors at this time. But what we can do is say if she and Caitlin, or if, if, if Caitlin and Jason are not ready to speak about it publicly, we should allow them that space because that also shows that their relationship meant a lot to the two of them, which is obvious that it did. And on theme, Michael Alio and Danielle Maltby, who may have celebrated their one-year dating anniversary last month, also haven't posted of each other for a few weeks. And Danielle did move to the Akron, Ohio area a few months ago to be closer to Michael and his family. So time will tell whether this social media silence is, well, telling. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. 
your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Collie Power. <laughs> Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Let me flip this on you for a second. Okay. Because I feel like you've had more public breakup than I ever had. So, like, did you, when you were in the midst of breaking up, uh -huh. what was your social media activity like? Were you, like, going dark on it? Or mm. were you posting unrelated things? Because, to me, honestly, in the midst of all this, Jason just posting as if, like, it's his normal life and he's, like, posing with his mom and the dogs and all that. It's yeah. just creating more speculation because Caitlin is continuously absent. If they just went blank dark, I'd be like, yeah, like, why are you guys even speculating? They're just taking some time off social. Caitlin has been active on social media, right? Yeah. Yes, she has, too. Yeah, yeah she has, too. Well, one, Ashley, it's very different for me to be... Uh, active on social media compared to Caitlin and Jason. My activity on social media is never uh, at the volume um, that the two of them, you know, consistently yeah. produce because yeah. they're both very involved in that world. And Jason, you know, has a career in that world. And so for me personally, uh, I probably went dark. I'm assuming nobody noticed because yeah. okay. they'd be like, Hey, Ben hasn't posted in two weeks. And most people it's would like, be oh, like, yeah, um. Yeah, you know. Oh, of course he hasn't. Well, we have some breaking news coming through right now that kind of distracted me from my train of thought. Uh, Caitlin has recently posted on social media. Here's what it says. Um, this is as of like right now. 
She just posted something on uh, Instagram with the caption, gotta toughen up if I'm gonna fight the noise. It's to a workout video. Don't know what that means. Let's read that again. Gotta toughen up if I'm gonna fight the noise. Let's just pause there for a second, fans and and um, and listeners. I'm gonna toughen up to fight the noise. I'm assuming the noise is in reference to the people asking her if her and Caitlin or if her and Jason are still together. But I'm wondering if Caitlin is right now doing the thing that most of us in this world do when we're not feeling our best and when we're emotional and when things feel heavy and chaotic is we focus on the negative comments and the negative noise instead of anything positive and loving. I'm guessing that's where Caitlin's coming from and what she's speaking to is she's noticing that people are getting more and more angsty, more and more, let's say, irritated. They're wanting to know. And as a result, they're getting more desperate in their messaging. She's seeing this. That's the noise she's speaking about, and she doesn't like it. Ashley, do you agree? I think you're probably right. Uh, we think that noise is def- is people like criticizing her, possibly. like re- She's yeah. ready to go into the announcement that they broke up, perhaps. This is all like very sad. It, it really, really sucks. It really does. And we're kind of in this world we're at today, which is such a new phenomenon. We're watching this kind of play out in front of our eyes. Like now Caitlin is, you know, posting pictures with, I I believe a new tattoo. She's, you know, obviously telling us that, Hey, you know, stop making me talk about it or stop asking me to talk about it. I'm not ready to talk about it. Now she's doing a workout video. Like we're kind of seeing this play out in her coming to the, you know, to the, the public now with something. I just don't know when. And uh, I don't think, we need to push her or Jason to say when. Um, it's just sad. I like them together. Really it worked sad. out. It was a it was a good relationship from what it seemed from the outside. It felt like it had um, had a lot going for it for a long time. Um, again, I don't know if they're together or not. I mean, how big a shocker now would it be if they came back like, no, we've been happy for the last five years together like i don't know what you guys are talking about like that'd be great i would love that and it would you know but it's it's not feeling like it's going that direction yeah and i'm sorry i've obviously i'm like a little bit quieter on this end because i do feel it's just an awkward situation to talk about your friend's relationship publicly when you haven't been like we haven't been on the inside of it haven't seen them for a while. Well, well speaking I've, of that, I've, let's talk about my no, no, past no, I'm relationships. Ta- <laughs> I'm talking to Caitlin, but I have not pried about her relationship lately. So I just, um, yeah, let's move on <laughs> to uh, Ben's. Well, I feel much more comfortable talking about your relationships because, it's the same situation. well, you know why? Because I'm talking to you about okay. it. You know, yeah. um, I'm not like just presuming things. So I was giving the heads up, everybody listening, that uh, I was going to be asked to speak about Lauren and Sean's recent podcast where they talked a lot about The Bachelor that they both seem to hate. You. Yeah, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't listened to it. Uh, Ashley and Hannah did listen to it. Um, what? Okay, I'll let you guide me through this. What are some of the things that I am responding to or what are some of the things said? Okay. I do know they talked right. a lot about a show that they seem to dislike, but yet they talked about a lot, which I don't really talk about things I dislike too much other than clowns. Um, but 
Uh, the two right. of them certainly had enough to say about them just feeling they weren't like great fits to be a part of the Bachelor franchise. Uh, there are a couple of things that stand out to me as far as what pertains directly to you, Ben. Okay. One was that Lauren definitely made it seem like y- your love was like not like a a great love to her. It was more of like a young love. And she said that maybe Sean felt more strongly because he was closer to 30 and she was like 24. Okay. So the question here is, how do I respond to that? Is that what the question is? Okay, cool. Yeah, the question is, how does that make you feel better? How does that make me feel? Uh, yeah. Well, first off, I don't believe that age has any, um, any impact on love. I know people who have fallen in love at a very young age and are very much in love. I know people who have fallen in love at a very old age, AKA hopefully Gary coming up on the golden bachelor. (laughs) Um, I, you know, I think love is something that comes about in the least expected ways at some of the most unexpected times. Um, personally, I hear her say love now maybe feels differently for her than it did back on her time on the show. And I go, I'm glad <laughs> like you're married with kids. I'm married. Like, yes, love does feel different. Um, I'm glad you're in love with your husband more than you liked me. Or if you liked me at all, like, I'm, I'm just glad you like him. Like, that's cool. Uh, that, that seems to be a, a, a really good thing. Um, you know, that show was very real for me. I will say the only point to this that upsets me at all, not like upsets me angrily, just like would make me uh, frustrated would be that show was a real experience for me. Uh, I uh, invested personally uh, a lot of effort into trying to figure out if it was the path that it was going to help me find my partner or not. I had a lot of incredible women on that show and a lot of incredible people. And if she was feeling this way, I wish she would have maybe made that more apparent during the process. Maybe she didn't know. Maybe she maybe it was going too fast and there's just too many variables and she couldn't figure that out. And that's fine. It worked out for both of us very well. Um, but I think discounting that season of life uh, is not fair to either of us because it was a meaningful season of life. It, it was something that impacted us both greatly. And what it did for me and what I believe it probably did for her you know, I cared about Lauren a lot. Still care about her. Uh, Want to see her thrive in life. I have nothing um, but good. Um, really, it's kind of funny. I only have good memories of our time together. I don't have a lot of bad memories. No, that's good. That's so nice. What, but were we right for each other? Heck no. I'm right with yeah. Jess. She's right with Chris. Like, I'm glad it played out the way it did. I just hope within it all that there's not a uh, that that we're not pushing that season aside because what it did do is it helped me see hey what I'm looking for in a partner or what I think I need in a partner is X Y Z and that's what I found in my wife now and, and I'm guessing she did the same thing with Chris so um, I think that language that they may be using around the show just feels like they're kind of saying hey like wasn't for me whatever well you both ended up with the person at the end. And so maybe it was for you, but maybe that like was part for you. Wasn't that you were going to marry that person. Maybe this was a good, maybe you should look back on this time and say it was a great stepping stone into finding your future partner. Maybe it was perfect 
for you. Maybe the bachelor world was the best thing for you because it helped you see and meet your future partners. Um, exactly. Yeah. So all in all, I agree with what she's saying. My love now feels very differently than it did back then. And I'm really glad, uh, that I found the love that I have today, but I also am very glad that I had the relationship I did with her when I had it because it, it, it taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. I do feel like there was a little perspective missing from the interview where a lot, where a lot of what they were saying, like they, they weren't acknowledging the fact that where they are in life most likely happened because of the bachelor. Well, I think all of our lives, even if like it, exactly. if it hasn't affected you at all. Like I think even um, the people who go home week two would say, Hey, that bachelor world like changed the course of my life even a little bit. And as a result now, five years later, it's changed my life a lot. Like, I think all of us have been impacted because we went on a television show and we are maybe recognized by one more person. Or when we apply for a job interview, that person says, Hey, I saw you on TV and I liked you on TV. Let's hire you. Like it has an impact. Um, and it's just what you do with it. If, if you see it as this really negative thing, it's always going to be a negative thing. If you, you try to see that, Hey, maybe this brought some good, you can start to see the good in it. Mm-hmm. All right. Another thing I want to bring up to you is she mentioned that she met Chris while she was with you. Mm. She did say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. The I majority. Mean, I, I, I <laughs> did you know this? No? Did you I know, did know it? this? I did know this. Um, yeah. This was very clear to me. Um, Again, like, I guess I look back on that now. If you would have asked me this, and you know this, right? Like, when this podcast started, if you would have asked me some of these questions, like, I would have probably been frozen and, and ended up in tears. Like, I just would have. And, I, and I'm assuming, like, she would say the same thing. Like, it was very emotional back then for me. But now with where our past have gone, again, mostly when it comes to our relationships and who we are in love with and who we're committing to, I look back now and I'm like, I'm glad it worked out the way it did. Maybe it wasn't pretty yeah. during the time. Maybe it wasn't fun during the time. Maybe it didn't seem ideal or fair or all those things that you can wrap up in, in this. But you look back now and you're like, I'm glad it worked out like this. Like, this is good. Yeah. It, uh, it doesn't mean it didn't come without pain. You know, the, th the, thing, that I, the thing that I do want to say in protection of myself for the first time ever. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, I took, and, I, and I took it on the chin. I did. For the both of us um, and just for, every, you know, for the good of the cause was back then. I remember because of the Ben and Lauren happily ever after special, it made me look like I had cold feet. Did I have cold feet? Yes, because I yeah. knew we weren't right for each other. Things were not going <laughs> yeah. down a path that seemed like a happily engaged couple were, should be going down. Well, it was appropriately called happily ever after question, question mark. mark. It did not mean like I felt like that show and the public perception was that I ended this relationship. You think so? Well, uh, maybe it's just because I know too much. That maybe you know I too much, never, but I thought it was more. Yeah, but it felt like the relationship ended because I wasn't ready to take the steps forward that, you know, the show was really asking us to take. Hey, let's have your wedding on TV. Let's televise it. Let's pay you to do it. And I said, I know like this this isn't this is not going to work we both know this and and we both are very clear on this 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 is not a relationship that either of us are going to pursue 
we're we're we know that we don't have much time left. In fact, we're trying to hold this together like by a thread. Um, and that thread is breaking as we spoke. And so I just would say, and I and I and I know Lauren would, would I, I hope Lauren would not be mad at me for saying this. We like did not end because I had cold feet. Like yeah. th- that was not the that that was not the reason. And so the public saying I wasn't ready. How could I go on to be the bachelor if I wasn't ready for marriage? Like that was not fair to me. It wasn't because um, it wasn't true to me. Um, we just weren't right for each other. Ben, uh, just letting you know that, like, yes, maybe I'm too entrenched personally. Yeah, I don't think that was ever the public perception. Oh, so even if the show so was making, making it, it seem like that. No, 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 no. Even if the show was making it seem like you had cold feet, I never thought that it it seemed like in the public arena that you were the one to end the relationship. No. It either seemed very mutual yeah, or it sort of seemed like she ended it because she was the one who got a boyfriend kind of quickly after it. Yeah. Who wasn't Chris. Who was not Chris Lane. Yeah. Who was not Chris. Not yeah. Chris. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it was very mutual. I will say it was a very mutual breakup. And again, um, I think for anybody listening, wondering, like you can see the beauty in the breakup now. Maybe not to time, oh, yeah. but the beauty in the breakup was that we ended it wasn't easy. It wasn't fun. When people reach out now wondering what it feels like to go through a really tough breakup, I can speak to it. But I know over time, it is a piece of my life that I'm also very thankful for. I look back on that season of life and say, hey, I'm glad we tried it. I'm glad we learned about it. And then, yes, we were younger back then. And it led me down to, to find my partner, who was the perfect partner for me. And I and I have no emotion wrapped around my past relationship with Lauren. I have no, like, you could not get me to cry. If that's one way you want to get me to cry, that is not an avenue to go down, <laughs> even though at the time it was. And so um, I just, you know, I just look back on the Bachelor world with, uh, with a lot of, like, gladness because I think it did help me come to my wife. Yeah, Ben, I totally get that. And I tell people all the time when they're like single and feel like they're struggling. Mm. I'm like, you, you look back one day when you're happily with somebody and you're going to be like, you're going to see the weird beauty in the heartbreak and the struggle of it all. Wait, that's what you tell people. You know what I tell people when they're single and you tell them to live it up. I tell them, hey, God never promised us a partner. So you <laughs> might be single forever. And what I want you to do with that is become very happily single and content on your own because once you do that then a partner's just icing on the cake i okay well there's that and then normally people don't like that point they don't they don't really like that partner comes into the picture is when you have it all together and you're happy by yourself yeah all right well that's interesting that we have such different advice (laughs) to sing to singles Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. 
they use the stash funds to snag pampers, diapers, and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Collie Power. <laughs> Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Okay, there's a few more things I just want to mention. One being that overall, Sean had nice things to say about Caitlin and 
and Lauren had nice things to say about you. Really, they thought that you guys were both wonderful, charismatic, likable leads. I just wish there was something else. Like, that's great. And I have, I would have full confidence if... You want them to talk to you about you as a human being yeah. and not as a lead of a show. Yeah, it makes me sound like I was just like a character. And I, I mean, <laughs> that's not fair, but I get it. Like, they... I would have no questions that that Lauren would speak highly of me. I, that's not like a fear of mine. I didn't know with this podcast, with some of the like editing of the trailers, I was like shocked. Goodness gracious. Like they went hard at me and that doesn't seem fair because Sean went to my wedding as a friend. And I think yeah. Lauren would look back and say, hey, like, no, it didn't work out. But like, we don't hate each other. There's no will here. Like we're both happy for each other. And so I, I didn't, again, I didn't listen to the podcast, but from the notes that are sitting in front of me and from the words of you and, and from Hannah, me who did listen to the podcast on behalf of us, it did sound like they were, they were overall very nice to the two of us, which is good and expected. It would be right. shocking because I know Lauren and I know that's not like, she might not like be my biggest fan. She might not be telling like Chris and her family, Oh, been so great. Um, but she wouldn't have negative things to say. I, I don't yeah, think. But, but also I couldn't help but laugh at the fact that Sean literally reached out to Caitlin a couple of months ago to say, can you stop talking about a relationship that ended five years ago? And then he did a half an hour segment I didn't think on about the that. relationship. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. Well, yeah, he's going to, you know, the the balance on these podcasts is interesting because... A lot of times you are going to be speaking about your past. He admitted it, though. I, I kind of questioned it last week. He said, I understand now that I have my own podcast that it is hard it, it not gets to brought bring up. up. Yeah, it gets yeah. brought up. But um, I'm glad they were I'm glad they were positive. Overall, uh, you would say, Ashley, that listening to this as a friend of mine and as a friend of Caitlin's, you never were like angry. No. Okay. I was the only thing that made me really go hmm was the it was a, like a young love. I don't know if my feelings were as intense as they were yours, Sean, and feeling like it was a different kind of love. And then she should have gone home. She should have gone home. Make it easy on me. Break up with me at the leave me standing in Jamaica all alone at the podium, just being like, "Well, son of a gun, <laughs> like I am unlovable." Like, let me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, I mean, Ben, there's also one other thing. It was the fact that she said that your happy couple weekends weren't necessarily that happy. She said, so what? happy couple like, weekends. Oh, okay. You guys know they're like the little moments that the lead and the quote, quote winner have. They have about three of them between the, the show yeah. wrapping filming and airing. And Lauren said that you guys didn't have a blast in them. What was your take? I mean, if she didn't like me, I, I bet they were painfully hard for her. <laughs> like if she was showing up to these happy couples she and I was... She you, Ben. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. Okay. She liked you very much. You were just not the great love of her life, which you said. It was uh, awesome. You respect. <laughs> yeah, it was a respect. I loved happy couples. You don't know why? Free food, free booze. And like in the midst of the chaos of The Bachelor and being The Bachelor, it was like three days that the show could not contact you to do anything. And so you were just chilling, like sleeping well, in. Wait, wait, wait. The, the show couldn't contact you because she said that you were out on Bachelor duties, that you would go on Bachelor errands and like make press appearances during it. And then she'd be I at don't home remember. lonely. No, I don't really <laughs> See, you don't remember. I don't even remember. I mean, it's been so long. Uh, 
I'm if that if that was the case, possibly uh, I remember those being okay. Let me say it this way then: in the midst of the chaos and the craziness of being the bachelor, when you're on press duties and traveling around and doing appearances and everything from like seven thirty a.m. till eight p.m. at night every day, those were an escape because they just had less duties than usual. Um, you weren't gone all day, every day from morning to night and then wake up and do it again. Like I felt like I remember days of taking naps, which was not a thing for me back then. And I love a good nap. You're such a napper. Like I can just see you like curling up and being a nappy. Uh, nappy Golf on Thursday through Sunday. You gotta believe it. Um, (laughs) and they were nice houses. Like, and we, you know, I don't know. I, I thought they were fun. I enjoyed them. I have good, I have, again, I have good memories of those. I'm glad that you have good memories of those. Sean brought something up that I was interested to know your take on. He said that he's like, okay, so here I am in a house with this girl that I'm like now engaged to. I guess I'll get to know her. Um, It made me feel like he didn't feel like he was totally in love and knows her like i'm like sean you were the man who literally was so certain this was like the woman for you during this season then you're then there's your now you're in the happy couple and you're like i guess we'll get to know her i'm like wait what i mean yes you'll get to know much more over time but but did you feel like you were in a house with a stranger is what I'm asking you. Because I do know what it's like mm-hmm. when the show packs up and you're like, okay, now you can go be with each other in real life. There's no cameras. Mm-hmm. Even the fantasy suite feels like that. It's like, oh, God, do I know you? Do you have a, We've been hanging out the past couple of weeks. Yeah. So did you feel like you were getting to know somebody from like fresh or were you like, this is my fiance. I totally know her. Like, mm. let's just have some fun. Okay. Two different, two different responses. One is as some, a bystander on that season. And as a, you know, somebody that saw that love story play out, I am surprised that he felt that way. I don't want to say he was wrong, but <laughs> I am surprised because it really felt like from night one, Sean they knew each other's souls. Yes. Like that Sean and yes. Caitlin were meant for something obviously they weren't meant for marriage but they were meant for something like yeah uh and it also seemed like through the season sean really cared about caitlin and got to know caitlin and and you know maybe watching it back i did feel i do i do remember watching that season back and feeling like the connection i thought they had in the house like from being in the house and like hearing it and seeing it TV made it feel less than what I thought it was because really because TV made me feel a lot. Well, there was a lot of making out. There was a lot of like, just like quiet moments. And then there was the argument to me where a lot of their time was spent talking about the other guy, Nick. Yeah. And so it, it, I always just expected to watch it back and be like, of course, like they, they had something so magical and they knew each other so well. And I still think they did. I just think they went about yeah. it a different way. Um, okay, so that's my first response. More surprise. I'm not going to say he's wrong. It's his feelings, his emotions, okay. what he thought. Before you go on, let's just let me just give Sean the benefit of the doubt. He's definitely talking about it like in hindsight as a, yeah. a couple that didn't work out. You know, he wouldn't have said that. I'm sure if they were married today. No, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, but go ahead. But then I would say when it comes to like happy couple weekends, yes, it did at times feel that way. Um, not necessarily like you're a stranger or not necessarily, I don't know you or I don't like you. It's, 
Um, what's your phone number? What's your middle name? Uh, where did you go to high school? Um, what's your middle name? Yeah. What makes, makes you tick? You know, what sets you off? What's your pet peeves? Like those things you do figure out um, after the show. Now, I would only say the comparison would be like a, a Katie and Zach right now where it feels like they're doing great or Jojo and Jordan. But Jojo and Jordan took a lot longer to kind of get to the point where I think they were ready to get married than the Katie and Zach's of the world. So I do think that people come off of it and feel like, yes, we have a connection. We know each other. Let's keep this thing moving. But I don't disagree with him when it comes to at times feeling like, yes, I'm spending a weekend in a house with a stranger. Yeah. Or not again, not a stranger. That's a wrong word. Like a, um, I'm spending a weekend in a house with my first date. Okay. 100% a great description. All right, Ben. Well, you just touched on Nick. So I think we should probably talk about the fact that he is going to be on special forces. This was rumored. He did not tell Jared and I about it. He did not tell me about it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like he doesn't like have to tell me his day to day. Like we, we don't, we're like, we had the kind of relationship where, you know, um, I see him without talking to him for four months and it feels like we've been together forever, but it's, but like, I, I'm like so freaking excited to see him go through this. So Hannah Brown, we know one season, one of special forces and now Tyler Cameron and Nick are both on this coming season that debuts September too, too far from now. I tell you. September 20 something. Sorry, the, the date's not in front of me right now, but oh, this is going to be so good. I have to go back and finish watching Hannah Brown season because I want to watch her be that badass that she is. Like, she is just so impressive to me. Who makes it farther, Ashley, uh, Nick or Tyler? You know that they definitely go in with this mindset that, like, no matter who I, who outlasts me, like, I have to outlast. Tyler or I have to outlast Nick. They probably went in with direct indirect competition of each other. What do you think? Oh, I'm guessing that was definitely there. Um, you know Nick well. What are some of Nick's like fears? Is he claustrophobic? Is he scared of heights? Like what could really set him off? Because I don't know Tyler, so I don't know his fears or his concerns. It feels like, you know, he's a Florida boy, he likes to dive, he's comfortable in water. Um, he's maybe a little adventurous. He's obviously um, very athletic. So is Nick though. And so those like athletic competitions will do good at, but it, do you know any of Nick's like fears or does he have any that are apparent? No, not that I can think of, but I'm just thinking that like the living situation is not going to be ideal for him. Like on a cot, going to the bathroom, yeah. in a bucket. And like the first episode of the first season, I remember them being like so freaking dehydrated they get like one little canteen of water for the day. Yeah. It's so scary. I think about how they asked us to do stars on Mars. They didn't. I felt like that's like the comparable show, but like it's way less strenuous. Okay. It's the joke version of um, what, stars special on Mars. Forces. Yeah. Okay. Stars on Mars. is a joke version of special forces. Did they ask you to do special forces at all? No. You swear to me. I swear. You know you're going to be asked for season three if there's a season three. I'm busy on a podcast. I don't have any time. No, you have to. You have to <laughs> fill these shoes, okay? I, Jared, and I have asked each other how much we'd have to get paid to go to special forces, mm -hmm. and well, I guess I I don't know I don't know I I have a number in my head. 
I'd have yeah. a number. Mm-hmm. Do you have a number? You just want to do it. Would you just do it for free? Hell no. I would not do really? that. Really? Uh, no. I don't know. That's the kind of thing that I feel like you would do because like you're you like things like this. You're doing a triathlon. That's basically human torture. Yeah. There's one thing I would do for free. One reality show. Celebrities the golfing. Golden Bachelor. No, celebrities oh. golfing. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you already it. said that you do the golden venture for free. I, I think. would. I, yeah. yeah okay. I, I think I still, so you do too. I think that's still, that offer is still on the table. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know, but no, I would not do this for free. It would take me some time to think it through. I mean, it's tough. And from t- hearing Hannah do her interviews, like it's hard and it's strenuous um, and you're sick. And you know, the one thing, you know, me, I would have no problem with is the bathroom situation. Like, sorry like this is the setup like i'm gonna do my thing and you guys are all gonna have to be a part of it and if you don't like it walk farther away but i would have no problem with that i would have no problem with the sleeping arrangements because i love to camp and i love to hike and so i've slept in a lot worse than a cot you know in a big old protected room i'm not even gonna say my fears out loud because if i do sign up for this show i feel like they're gonna pull this interview (laughs) back and just like stick me with them so yeah, there are things in my life that I don't enjoy doing that I think this show does that uh, I would have a hard time with. I'm going to call you out on one of your fears, though, because I have the same fear. It would be claustrophobia. Yes, 100%. Like, like them I would putting be us in, like, a, a dungeon below sand. Yeah, I'd be done. Like, I, I would not I would not function. Um, I would say, okay, that was good. This was a good run. <laughs> I'm out. Um, well, that's what happens on Special Forces. Like, people just call themselves out. Yeah. I know. And I would be really upset with myself, especially if it was like week one. I'd be like, you're such a weenie. Um, but I uh, I would have to do it or I'd have a panic Nick attack. Nick better last. Nick has to last so long. I need to watch. Like, I want to watch him week to week. Also, I think it's worth mentioning that Tom Sandoval is on here. Yeah. So like everybody's least favorite Vanderpump Rules contestant. And he says he's there because he deserves to be Punished. Brilliant. Yes, he does. Um, hey, Ashley, another big headline. Jeez, this is just a crazy couple days. That's why we came out with oh this my special. Gosh. I was thinking this was our last headline, which is why I was dragging it out. But holy crap, we have another huge headline. Yeah. Gabby Wendy reveals she's been dating a woman for a couple months, which is interesting because we were with her less than a couple Within months a couple ago. Months. Do you think that she was with her? Yes. When we were with her? Yeah, yeah for I sure. Do. Me too. You know for certain? No, I don't know for certain. Oh, okay. um, but I would okay. imagine that it's, she I was. Imagine too. Um, so Gabby Wendy uh, has came out publicly that she is dating Robbie Hoffman, who is a comedian. Uh, they've been dating for a few months. Uh, they kept it private, obviously, for the reasons that every couple keeps it private. Here's the quote. Um, from Gabby, I always want to live my truth and my story. So I've been seeing someone for a couple months and I've been keeping it a little more private because it is a bigger story and a bigger conversation because I'm dating a girl. Now, she told this um, to the view the host, host on the view. Yeah. yeah, she gave the view this. Why did she give the I view know. this and not almost famous? Um, Goodness, that's a big it's <laughs> a big land. I know. But good for Gabby. She chatted about it on the view and then she posted pictures to her Instagram. Lots of pictures of the two of them together. Yeah, congratulations to Gabby for find for finding what seems to be some love. And you told me before we started the episode that you remember her saying that she like has been sort of like into girls in the past or like has experimented. I remember her saying that she 
Yeah, like she liked girls. Like I like this wasn't a, a shocker to me because I just in my head have remembered. I can't even point to the moment. I don't even know when it was, but I just remember her saying like that she had at least dated a girl or um, maybe kissed a girl, something like that. And so yeah. this wasn't like a oh my gosh, never saw this coming. Um, but it is still a big headline. Are you sure that wasn't her joking with Rachel all the time that they should just date each other? <laughs> it could have been, honestly. It really I, could have been, it right? Been that. Yeah, I don't know. Could have been that. All right, well, <laughs> Gabby does say, this is a quote, I think it was always a whisper in me to date women. And it just got louder and louder. And I didn't really know to pay attention to it. I think when this happens, there's some shame, obviously, surrounding it. I think I had to navigate through the shame. What is it? Where is it coming from? But ultimately, ultimately, I always want to do just me, do what I want, figure it out later. There we go. A lot of big headlines today here at the Almost Famous Podcast. Um, all of them big headlines. That's why we came out with a special episode of headlines because, well, I know when we spoke earlier this week, the headlines weren't a plenty. And hey, uh, Bachelor Nation said it's not fair for the almost famous not to have a lot of headlines. Let's <laughs> let's come out with some. So they did, and here we are with another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. Until next time, when we'll be breaking down charity season of The Bachelorette. I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. See you guys. Thank you so much. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety... They also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 